While trying to live the quiet suburban life, a family of undercover superheroes are forced into action to save the world. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 33! I do that every time. I yes, think. you do. Yeah. I gotta stop that. I'll do that one instead. This Dun. week, we're talking about The Incredibles. The Incredible. Oh, Incredibles. It Dang it. Came out in 2004, directed and written by Brad Bird. Still Pixar. good. Still Pixar, yes. Still Pixar. <laughs> um, yeah, still yes, Pixar. Yes, this is, this is the second in our, in our series of uh, uh, Pixar Fest uh, movies. Is that, uh, is that well, what it's Pixar it? movies, you know. Yeah, because it's Pixar Fest. Yeah. So we're doing all the Pixar movies. Yeah. 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 And yeah. in honor of Incredibles 2 coming out this week. That's right. Which is unfortunate. We're I mean, it's great that it's coming out, but Andre and I are going to be in Mexico on a cruise. That means we have to wait like three whole days. Oh, my God. Sucks so bad for all you people who, you know, when, have a cruise. When does it come out in Mexico? <laughs> I don't think we can see it in Ensenada. I don't know. Man, you guys need to chill. It's three days. You're still going to watch your first week. Yeah. Okay. We probably have gone like till the absolute last dying day no, to watch you know movie. i was proud of you guys you guys actually saw infinity war like the first week i was like wow they did it yeah. well because i didn't want to hear you yeah true we i did have we both i'll be honest true. i literally went to, i told louise i was like we have to go because we're gonna see andre and michelle in the next couple of days and if i have to hear them yeah. going on and on i'm gonna lose it which is exactly what we did it's a good thing you went to go see it because uh, you went on and on we too really yeah we did together mm-hmm. i we, i can't listen you go on and on i have to be in on the action Action. Speaking point. of action, speaking of superheroes, <laughs> what are we talking about? Incredibles. Oh, that's right. What do you mean? Burner, What's burner, your first impression? Um, I think Andre should go first. I should. Andre should go last. Yes. No, make him go first. I'm just kidding. Luis, what is your first impression? I like that superhero movies go. <laughs> what? <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> so much I want that printed on like the front of the DVD <laughs> cover as like go. a quote. <laughs> I liked it. Superhero movies go. <laughs> <laughs> Louise or Louise. <laughs> it rhymes. Um, I'll go next. Okay, go. <laughs> I really like this movie. And for the first time ever, I like this movie better as an adult than I did as a kid. Mm. What? Yeah. Nice. Usually I like movies a lot as a kid and then continue to like them a lot and right. i don't remember hugely loving this movie as a kid and when we rewatched it i was like boom this movie is so good yeah i remember hugely loving this movie as a kid we watched it a lot like every car ride driving to disneyland this one in monsters inc they were like up there for our car ride to disneyland movies in the van in the van i'm pretty sure this is like one of the best superhero movies of all time just saying andre I absolutely love this movie. <laughs> There's nothing that can make me stop loving it. I love it forever. Your I've loved it always. Though. It came out in 2004, but it's always existed for me. You know what I'm saying? What if it from the beginning of time? You? Yes. Wait, what? What, what if, if it cheated on you? Would you still love it? How yeah. The what movie? if there was no Frozone? I mean, honestly, this movie's on a pretty long leash. It can do whatever it wants. <laughs> 
<laughs> like that. Michelle can't. Michelle's not allowed to cheat on me, but The Incredibles oh. could, could cheat. Of course, I would never. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's great. Good stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. Loving it. Do you guys want to talk about the music first? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know where to start. I, I have nowhere. We usually to start with the characters, but you will whatever. Talk about We're music. starting with the music. Uh, this movie, All right. Don't Jay's favorite movie, you call the shot. Was composed by Michael Giacchino. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting to say that all day long. <laughs> I really didn't know what I was going to say like Michael that. Michael Giacchino. <laughs> Michael Giacchino. And Italian? I believe so, yes. Freaking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, he's he's composed like a lot of very popular movies, like a ton of stuff. He's done like a bunch of Star Wars. Uh, he's, he's done some Star Wars. He's done some Jurassics. He's done some Star Wars. Pixar's. He's done some Marvels. He's done a bunch of stuff. Um, he did Tomorrowland. He did uh, some Star Treks. Star Wars is precious. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, hang on a we just went all over the place. That was a journey. Just those, <laughs> those three words. <laughs> I thought he was talking about Yoda at first because he said Star Wars. But then he said precious like it was Lord of the Rings. Man, I'm not cutting that out, Louis. No. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. I messed up. I was Star definitely trying to go into... Um, Schmeagle. Schmeagle. You like how I said that was Schmeagle. Yeah. Well, he was Yoda E first, yeah, though. <laughs> terrible. Star <laughs> Wars. Is- we just have to throw it out there. Louise is on summer mode because today was his last day of school oh, in his school year. So he's literally like. He's on. He's, he's chowing on, on some talk. He's, he's on ten right he's now. He's not grading papers right now. <laughs> he, he's living his life to the fullest. Yeah. He's actually semi-involved in this podcast today. Louise wow. to the max. <laughs> That's what max is Maximum right there. Louise. He's wearing the Pirates of the Caribbean. We wants the redhead shirt. Yeah, he's going he's, off. He's living. He got a summer shirt on. Giggity. Oh my God! <laughs> no, no, okay. Anyways, yes. What was so I about? music. The music, yes. Giacchino. Uh, Giacchino. He, um, <laughs> so he, he's composed a lot of good stuff, but I think that this is his most recognizable work. This entire score, yeah, that stuff. It's super good. And like I was thinking about it. Because I sing, I sing that all the time. Yeah, just you like, do. Just like Michelle is doing. He'll now. just be going through the house and be like, Ba-da-ba-ba-da. I sing it all the time, but I don't think I've ever listened to the soundtrack just like on its own without watching the movie. But mm-hmm. I know this soundtrack extremely well because I've seen this movie. Like if I just said Ba-da, Andre would be like, Ba-da. <laughs> like that's how well he knows it. <laughs> he would just finish all of the little. Melodies. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to commend Mr. Giacchino on his. <laughs> Stop. Uh, I'm done. Extremely good and talented work. How do you do that one sound? It like stops and it goes like. You know the sound I'm talking about? Please. <laughs> that Please. sounds not as good as the. <laughs> I can't do it. Do you have to do that with your fingers <laughs> when you make that? <laughs> yeah, I have to do that. He's, he's playing a piano, I think. <laughs> Or a xylophone? I'm not really I'm sure. Tickling some keys. <laughs> Can you not tickle them, please? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Stop so sliding into DMs. Wait. Stop tickling the keys. Thank you. Um, Done. I wanted to say one more thing about the music. There, um, the director Brad Bird. He had uh, said that he wanted it to feel like very authentic, like '60s music, and they recorded '60s music like differently than they do most modern music now. So they like recorded everything in a big orchestral band onto analog tapes, even though this 
came out in 2004, and that was probably difficult to sync up and stuff like that. But they recorded it all onto analog so that it would sound authentically 60s. I can respect that. Yeah. Good stuff. Sounds time-consuming. It sounds like it takes a long time, yes. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because this movie is not set in the 60s, but the feel of the... Um, superheroes is old timey, yes. and yeah. I know that it's supposed to feel old timey. Um, but that's really cool that they did that because even though I wouldn't have called it out as the '60s, it did feel like right. it was supposed to be from like yesteryears. Yes. That's old school. Yeah, the good old days. That's what I call old school. Old school, oh my like God. down old by school. the bayou. You guys, <laughs> naughty. That's not what those two guys said at all. <laughs> Anyways, accent check. I want to talk about. Let's let's start with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl. The Pars. The Pars. Well, no, before let's par. talk about before they were the Pars. Okay, first off, Luis is crying. Because <laughs> he hit, he his, hit his elbow. He got a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here crying. He's not Mr. Incredible. <laughs> Whoa. You guys need to chill out because I got a bag of Takis, and at the bottom of this bag is Taki dust, and you guys have eyeballs that need to be dusted. Whoa. <laughs> so take that away, that away from, from him. Be that, careful. You're that not is, Thanos. Get out of here. That is actually... Most oh now he's salt baying <laughs> us with talky oh. dust. That's a threat. That he should actually us. be like a criminal offense yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. How dare you? I'm gonna sue you. Eyeball. <laughs> yeah, sue like we sued that. Mr. Incredible. You guys can't sue me until I actually do it. So that means you'd still have to let me do it. Never mind. We're done with this conversation. Move is, along. Stop crying, so we meet, Luis. We meet. We're first introduced to Mr. Incredible, and in, like we said, this kind of old timey. Very yeah, they're doing like interviews with TV. all the superheroes, and they 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 have like the the crackly uh, audio. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. Mister Incredible has a very big ego at that time. Yeah, um, and Elastigirl too. She's like super like, she's like men. settle down. <laughs> she's like and let the boys a, win. She's all ladies. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Come her. on. So it, and the whole scene. I'm trying to think of like the first time I watched it. The scene where. They're on the rooftop together, and Elastigirl is hardcore flirting with Mr. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And then you realize they get married, which is like, whoa. Right. Like that transition right there, that that's Pixar magic it's, right it's, there. It's very good. Very, very, very good. I like, like Elastigirl better than Mr. Incredible, though. I realized that um, during this watch through of, of the movie. Like, I, I don't know that I necessarily ever disregarded Elastigirl before this watching, but this time really cemented in that she is... A BA. She is awesome. Her hips don't lie. Well, it's funny her because hips don't. they definitely her hips do don't not lie. Why? No. Stop. <laughs> Let them go. They're stretching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because I think the reason I like this movie more as an adult than I did as a kid is because I don't think I cared about the whole beginning of the movie. Well, not not that part of the beginning. Like fast forward to where they're in the now time. Yeah. yeah. And fifteen years like, later, Bob loses his job. At the insurance company, I don't think I cared as a kid because I don't right. think I got it. Yeah. You know, I didn't understand like the gravity of the mm-hmm. situation. But as an adult, you're like, dude, this is all kinds Dude, of messed you up. Fired. You like, have two kids. You and have. A wife. What are you doing? Yeah, and like a total life to take care of. But he was put in a really bad situation by his boss, his and boss he felt bad for the lady. Straight up evil. Oh yeah. So then I think that's why I cared more. But the way he went about his his redemption was pretty rough and yeah. i think that's why he was having a midlife crisis for yeah. sure. exactly. an identity crisis and i think that's why at least for me i like elastigirl better because she was trying to be a good mom and mm-hmm. like keep the household together and not let the kids know and he's over here 
like very very suspiciously yes. getting himself into well, some weird situation. Like the antics. moment when they interviewed him, he was like, "Yeah, I want to settle down." Maybe eventually have kids and Elastigirl in the interviews like settle down. Yeah, right. But they almost did like a flop. Oh, for sure. Like where she was like, OK, like we're we're settling down. The government basically c- Captain America Civil War us and, uh, <laughs> you know, we can't be supers anymore. But well, well, since you bring that up, let's talk about that a little bit, too, because I think that makes a huge a huge dent in the validity of the storyline. Um, I think one of my major issues with superhero movies originally were that, you know, Iron Man, for example, or Captain America or whoever is in this universe is crashing through buildings, breaking up millions and millions worth of dollars. The city is literally in shambles and everyone's happy because they quote unquote saved the day. But like economically, they just ruined an entire landscape and, like I don't know how the city recovers after that kind of stuff. So I think it's really cool that Pixar was one of the first in a cinematic way to take on that um, that storyline to, to address it to address the fact that you know even though superheroes are cool, they also are kind of like a public menace, right? You know, vigilantes almost. Oh, they're well, no, smashing they w- buildings, cars, everything, and and it's funny because. I never necessarily realized it the first time I watched Incredibles that they went that route. I mean, obviously, after I saw right. Civil War, I was like, oh, yeah, superheroes do mess a lot of stuff up. So now I pay attention to it. But the entire movie, every time something was getting destroyed, I was like, no, because uh, now I think about it. Well, and isn't it right. funny that then he goes into insurance? <laughs> yes, I exactly. feel like that's so funny. Like <laughs> the one thing he goes into is like, yeah. please don't break things. Save then the world I'm one <laughs> client at a time, honey. <laughs> Uh, it's hilarious. But it's yeah, too yeah. Funny. I, I I completely agree. This this movie does a fantastic job of like deconstructing superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like I I was reading about Brad Bird and apparently he like he used to like watch cartoons and and like spy movies uh, when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. But that's basically it. He didn't like read comic books too much. Okay. And so like the amount of the amount of like great superhero writing that's in this movie is that much more impressive because the dude isn't even like super in love with superheroes and so maybe that's why he was able to kind of take like a back like take a step back and like do good writing for the actual plot because sometimes i think the writers in in even the tv shows that we know and love on Mm -hmm. you know like dc and marvel either side they're just so into like the universe that they're making implausible um like Plot choices, yeah. right? Like yeah. that, like that and is not I what just, really yeah. happens I just in real life. Feel that but this seems this seems very realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just feel that um, no matter what universe, if it's DC, if it's Marvel, or just a lot of the storylines are so similar. Mm-hmm. Like it's a superhero movie. Like everything's kind of semi similar. Like someone's gonna mess up the timeline, and some alien's gonna come, things like that. But for me, this movie is so original. Like very much. they took the superheroes but made them into a family. And then went that whole family route of discovery. And once you're a hero running away and like it, it, it's it's very original, even though it's a superhero. Story. Well, and I think that it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it, obviously it matters that they're superheroes. But at the root and the crux of the problem in the in the story is the family issues. Right. It's not because I mean, yes, it is because they're superheroes or whatever mm-hmm. or supers. But it's not. It still comes back to that yes. versus like, oh, well, we have to go save the world because really. Yeah. It's it's about saving their family first, and then in through that they're yes. saving the exactly. World. 
uh, it's funny because um, when we had talked about Lilo and Stitch and how dysfunctional of a family they are, mm -hmm. the whole scene in The Incredibles where they're at the dinner table <laughs> yelling and screaming at each other. Bob is Bob's lifting up the table. not paying attention at all. He's like, you want me to intervene? I'll intervene. <laughs> and even the way Elastigirl's like, engage. Like, she's still talking like a superhero, you know? That's the most dysfunctional family I've ever seen. Like, it is But let's be honest. Hilarious. It's so... It, it it does it is unrealistic because he's picking up the table and this and that. But I feel like any quote unquote normal family has had that moment oh, yeah. for around sure. the dinner table or even in the front room or in the car or whatever, where it's literally like everyone loses everyone is it, screaming, everyone's screaming, and it has to get to a point of crazy for it to actually become comical because that has happened in my own family. Mm -hmm. Like I remember being young and we were in a fight and. Someone, it was over breakfast. I remember this very specifically. And I want to say it was my dad because Lord knows I didn't start this, right? <laughs> it wasn't you. He picked up a pancake and threw it at the wall and it turned into a food fight. But oh a fun, God. it actually became comical because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this, that's what makes this funny to yeah. me is right. that it really was quite comical. Yes. Even oh, though it that, was, yeah, even I though it was like, she time. was really No mad. force feels. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. So going to that, my favorite thing was was like okay brothers and sisters and siblings fight right but the way they fight is so funny no force fields she was a force field like things like that <laughs> where it's like fight. all i had to worry about was my sister locking me in my room <laughs> not like using a force field on me i but said like duct tape my sisters to walls and stuff like shut that. up you did not <laughs> like a like a super villain <laughs> tying up a, you, you, a damsel in distress you all to three tracks. still wrestle all the time yeah i try to stay out of it but uh. it happens well it's because you're the big brother i, I think am. and yeah. michelle it's really funny to me I'm because in the middle so they both pick on me yeah Andre is the oldest in his family. Michelle's the middle. Luis is the baby, and I'm an only child. So we're all oh, very yeah. like we have very different in different ways. <laughs> in my family, you flip couches over and throw vases at each other's oh. heads, and then sock each other in the face. Man, vases are heavy. You shouldn't be doing that. Ooh, my family, we, we different. Like I used to. We different. <laughs> I used to steal my older sister's clothes. I'd be like, I don't know what happened to that really cute top. It's gone. I took it. <laughs> Things that like that. That would have been like, much easier if you could have turned invisible. But but my my older sister did lock, I rem vividly remember her locking me in my room and then also uh, my grandma used to travel to different countries and come back with dolls and she brought back like a voodoo doll from Africa and all the dolls were in our shared room together and she would move it close to her every single day like to my bed. And I used to think it was like following me. That was the meanest thing. That's she evil. Did. Yeah. Nikki. <laughs> evil. <laughs> She's uh, listening. I love you, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, evil. Nikki, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> so, getting to the kids, though. So, we kind of talked about the parent dynamic. The kids, their powers. I mean, obviously, we don't know that Jack Jack has powers at first. But I, I think growing up, my favorite was Violet just because she was so. In insecure about herself and mm -hmm. like she has these powers she doesn't know how to use them like I could really really relate to that when I was like a teenager mm -hmm. but Dash is oh god hands down this watching it uh, Dash is my favorite well like, it's funny is, because oh. he annoyed me as a kid I remember not yeah, liking him because he's like a younger brother yeah yeah I, I don't have a younger brother and right. I was thanking the Lord that I never did <laughs> but it's funny because Luis I mean I'm sure he said it on the podcast I can't remember but 
Luis's favorite thing in the whole world, no matter what, is a speedster. Let's talk about super speed. Oh, man. He loves speedsters. So Let's I don't talk think about he, super speed. <laughs> I don't think he remembered. I mean, I think he knew that Dash was a speedster, but when we yeah. watched it, he was just like, oh, I love speedsters. He was so <laughs> well, excited. Especially when Dash runs on water. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. And he's like, Wah! he does that little laugh like, oh, I'm so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to see Dash phase through things in this next yeah, movie. Once he does oh, that, oh I'll be like, all right, you are he the best. He might. So like, you never know. Because I mean, he's, he's older, older now yeah. and his powers have developed. I don't even think about So like, we were, we were watching uh, Kill the, People With Their Hands. The movie. And, <laughs> yes, dude. And like, he, this is not the Flash. He's Sorry. in the he's in the jungle. <laughs> he saves Violet from uh, the the rocket blast coming out of the cave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they start like running through the jungle and he has to go off. And like use his powers to like the most of his abilities that he's ever done before. And that entire sequence where he so may or may not good. kill six or seven thugs. I think uh, six confirmed kills. Six you said? confirmed kills Woo. for Dash. <laughs> that is one of the best uses of super speed in a, in a movie ever. And oh, like it's very very, so it's good. masterful. And like there there are, there have been some newer good ones like the Quicksilver scenes in the X Men movies. I don't know if any of you Quicksilver. Quicksilver in the uh, the wolf not wolf what did you say X Men X Men is to me better than uh, the ones in Help Me Help Flash. Me the one no the Quicksilvery dude the Avengers. Russian oh, in, in the Scarlet's brother oh. Age of Ultron yes yes correct better than him that, but see those those super speed scenes are on the low rung yeah Dash and Quicksilver here's what I have to say about Dash <laughs> hold on hold on hold on hold on are we talking about speed scenes because the yes. one from X-Men uh, the one with Apocalypse yeah where he's running that, through the house no oh yes that one mm-hmm. I was thinking about the first the one, one he is so excited no, no. I'm telling you hey, Luis I like those because they're in like slow motion yes but like in this movie he's fast. going very fast here's what I have to say about Dash think about okay about how old do we think he is seven he's ten okay ten so you take <laughs> ten. this ten year old boy who is very smart, and he's been told his whole life, do not run fast, don't use your powers, and he's testing the waters. This happens, and his mom tells him, like, you need to run. First of all, they fall off the plane. He runs them all the way to shore. He's burnt out. Paddles them out. (laughs) Then, yeah, basically. Then this happens, and the... The guards are chasing them on these little flying saucer things. He runs super fast. He runs off a cliff on top of a thing, punches the dude in the face because he had, he's super fast. So he could just punch him really fast like he did, knock the guy out. He exploded. Then he fell all the way down, down a tree. Then he ran across the water. He crashed all these things together. And then he his sister force fielded him. And then he ran his sister. He is doing the most. <laughs> the well, he most. has the most confirmed kills for sure. <laughs> like I never kills. realized how much Dash was actually doing for them as a team, but he is—he's a BA. Well, and I think that's the cool thing is that their powers. I mean, and isn't this like the truism of all superhero people that work together in a team? As a team, they're so much stronger they together. Yeah. together and I well. think that the speedsters really do like tie everyone together yeah. because they do, they do strength is cool, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. And Elastigirl is really cool. She's a, but she's like together, cool. they can now move at the speed of light practically. It, it's, yeah. so, it's so cool that moment right after what you were talking about where uh, Dash and Violet are in their like a Violet very force fast fields. moving bubble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is they, amazing And for they Violet. meet back up with their parents for like the first time in a while. And they hug for one second, and then 
the more thugs come in and they're like, da-da, da-da, and then they break oh, into their poses and yeah. Dash immediately creates like a vortex around oh, yeah. them and he Violet's learned how to use his, them. That's what I'm saying. For not using his powers for so mm-hmm. long, he was just in it to win it right off the bat. And then they get to see their parents be BAs and like start punching dudes out and they're looking at them like, what? We're so cool. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the Fantastic Four <laughs> movie we proud. never had. Yes. It's the Fantastic Four movie that Andre wish we had, this but is, it just never happened. This is, I, I, I was always thinking before I had watched it this time that, like, this is the best Fantastic Four movie that exists, right? Like, it's it's the greatest um, team of a superhero family that that is going on. Like, it's much better than the all three of the Fantastic Four movies <laughs> that have existed uh, combined. But when I was watching it this time, I was like, this movie is, like, so much better than just a Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. Because oh, it's so dynamic. They do so much good world building in this. For sure. Mm-hmm. Between between the old-timey, um, like, talking heads, where they were talking at the mm-hmm. very beginning, and, like, Edna Mode describing all of the costumes yep. and stuff like that, and all of the, the gazer beam, like, all of the superhero names that they come up with, and the supervillains, it, it's all awesome and it's it, bomb it's, voyage come on <laughs> baby let's go well and it's funny because in some ways and i don't mean this word comes out negatively i don't mean it in a negative way in some ways that information is unnecessary because it would have still been a good story without sure. it but then you add that in and add like you're That's saying it adds so much texture mm-hmm. to the movie That's the pixar that it's in. totally a it's it a, it a real, real world, world. Yeah. Yes. oh it's so fantastic oh it's a real world we we still got a couple characters we got to talk about villains mm-hmm. edna and take it away with your favorite little dude frozone oh frozone's awesome who actually has pretty cool powers too yes ice powers oh no frozone's legitimate and like he's he, super cool he has his his ice powers they work not completely undifferently than than other ice powers that I've seen in like comics and movies. It's better and stuff than like Elsa, that. but I mean. <laughs> the way that it's better than Frozone versus Elsa, Frozone wins every time. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Well, here's my Frozone question: Frozone versus Caitlyn Snow. Oh. Frozone. Frozone. Um, <laughs> Caitlyn Snow's evil, so evil will always triumph. That's, what that's you know? That's not true, the dude. Of everything that we've <laughs> we'll ever talk about that seen. in a second, but you know, <laughs> but Frozone. I think my favorite moment of him. Is when they're fighting the robot at the end, but he all of a sudden just is on like a a sled on his feet, like a. <laughs> He's got some tech in his. <laughs> it was suit. all and it came out. And I went, oh, <laughs> I had pops forgotten out, about that. Skis, and then it turns into like a little bowl thing that he slides on. It's so cool. <laughs> It's awesome, and I love I love the way that he like just skates across. Yeah, the he's ice. a speed skater. Like Iceman ice from the X Men, he does a similar thing where he creates ice slides and he can like fly through a city basically, and he's just kind of like surfing on it. Mm-hmm. But the way that Frozone like Silver actually Surfer? moves his arms thing? and skates. No, Silver Surfer is a cosmic being. He's, he's kind of mind. a different guy. <laughs> the way that Frozone skates along his ice slides is is almost cooler than. Well, because it it's makes cool. it it makes it seem like he's putting more effort into yeah. it, and when I feel like when they put a lot of effort, it makes them more likable mm-hmm. versus just like this is super easy. It's for more me. dynamic too. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome to look. Well, and at. he's down. He's like he's in that. He's, he's in, in the speed he skater the yeah. position. You've right. ever seen like Olympic speed skating? Mm-hmm. That's what it looks. That's like. That's why his oh, outfit sure. looks like he's he just got off the track at the Olympics. Exactly. Like he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. So you might as well do it. Please. I've heard Andre do it seven Honey. million times. Oh, he has. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Andre. I want to hear it. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where's my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? Uh, I put it away. Where? 
Why do you need to know? I need it. <laughs> you have to do this one. <laughs> she goes, uh-uh. You ain't, don't you think about running off doing no daring do? We've been playing this dinner for months. The public is in danger. My evening is in danger. <laughs> you tell me what my suit is, woman. We are talking about the greater good. Greater good? I am the, the greatest, greatest good, good you're, you're ever going to get. get. Uh, you know how excited I am to meet Honey in Incredibles <laughs> 2? Honey's the best. Uh, it's going down. We're going to meet Honey. I have a, uh, That I whole scene is great because he's like rummaging through his entire apartment. It, it's missing from his like display case <laughs> that he has. But you know why it's great? Because you never see her. And I can just imagine her doing her hair in the bathroom being like, the greater good, right. like curling her hair. She's or almost something. ready. She's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes out anyway. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I'm pretty sure that's one of the best Pixar scenes of all time. Don't go do no damn do. <laughs> Frozone, I think, has some of the best. Well, we'll get to my favorite character in a second. But yeah. Frozone has some of the best lines in this whole thing. Like, I don't remember yeah. what I don't remember what uh, Bob says to him. But they're like in the car listening in on the police radio, and he's like, "Aren't you excited?" or whatever he says. And Frozone's like, "Not nah, pretty much. Rather go bowling." <laughs> well, and that's why I love How Frozone. Do we, do we actually say our, to our wives? I love <laughs> Frozone because if you think about these supers, aren't really supposed to associate with each other anymore because right. they'll get figured out but frozone is still like the best friend he's like the uncle to the kid right yes. he's such a good guy he knows bob needs to stop it with all the stuff but he's gonna humor yeah, him he anyway him. one and you and i really do think that he's indulging him so that he can keep him out of trouble like yeah. he can yeah, keep him trying. in the best out of trouble think about as how possible much trouble they, how many times they have to relocate like whew. right <laughs> that poor guy's like we have to erase mines and then we have to how many times are we going to do money money government money 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 so frozone is really like the best friend you know yes. some another mike and Soli relationship going on the right best there is best friend yeah we look like bad guys. <laughs> Incompetent bad guys. <laughs> Andre, Andre didn't get to try out for that part because he was a kid. Yeah, but so there's ever goes on Broadway or something. Mere there. 13. <laughs> Which is funny because apparently Samuel L. Jackson, who voices him, mm-hmm. like dug that character. Right. He was like hounding it's so like, fun. Brad Bird and other people, like Pixar in general, hounding them for the an Incredibles 2. Yeah. No, oh, like yeah, after oh, it yeah. came out, he was like, Totally in love with it. Well, so has the whole public. Like, well, look yeah. how long we've yes. been waiting for this movie. Years, <laughs> we've years, all years, been years waiting. Years. Um, is, is your is your favorite a, a girl or a dude? A a, a fancy lady. Oh, <laughs> fancy lady. Let's talk about her. Edna Mode <laughs> and friend. <laughs> and friend. Oh, and guest. <laughs> Edna is everything she's a diva. edna should totally be a life coach i'm just saying she's out there like you are going to walk out there battle and win <laughs> fight win <laughs> <laughs> pull yourself together <laughs> she's, she is everything that i wish i could be on the outside just like that total oh, well right. then you're gonna love what i have to say okay go because ahead in college, you were totally my Edna mode. Boom! Like, Thank Emily you. was my Edna Call mode. Call me when you're done, darling. I enjoy our talks. <laughs> she was my Edna mode. She was Thank literally you. hitting me on the head with the newspaper. Pull yourself together! I have you want to know where he is? <laughs> she looked at me very <laughs> not, not, not about you, but you, you know what? I guess I was. That makes me very happy. Yeah, there you go. I just love it because... She's great. Just the little one-liners, too. I mean, she has great, great full-on conversations and everything, but, you know, no Bob kicks. is like, 
you're the best and she's like yes i know darling i know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well and you know the best part about all this is that brad bird voiced yes Edna. he did he I, did. I i read that they were having that is a, so good. a hard time trying to cast her mm-hmm. and eventually pixar was just like well sometimes we just have our directors do their own voices so why don't you do it and brad bird was like okay i guess i'll do it and he yeah. did a fantastic job oh i would have never have known that right and it's it's so fantastic oh, but nobody else can be edna like man he did good <laughs> he he did a good edna he is edna. i love how she just made the whole family a bunch of super suits that's my favorite thing about her is that she's She's a she's a fashion designer icon. <laughs> she loves it for the fashion and the looks and the colors and the, the <laughs> she's serving looks. Fabulous. But she's also like a brilliant tech designer. Yes. She's like, yes, this uh, suit is fully bulletproof. It, it can stand <laughs> temperatures up to 1400 degrees and, uh, you know, <laughs> well, it's for your way, baby. I created a new fabric that can disappear. Yes. <laughs> like, exactly. come on, Edna. What are you doing? That's one of my things when we're. Oh, now I don't. I wrote it down somewhere, but. Mm. Um, <laughs> Elastigirl's like, oh, Jack-Jack doesn't have any powers. And she's like, oh, no? Well, he'll look fabulous anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> and then she calls Bob's suit a hobo suit. Yes. Like, she made it, but she calls it a hobo suit. That was 15 suit. years ago. <laughs> I don't look back from the... Uh, what did she say about... I never look back, darling. It distracts from, from the, the here now. and now. <laughs> I love that. that. That's the only thing that I disagree with Edna about, is that I, I like Bob's old suit more than the new red and credit suits. Oh, the blue. The blue. Yes. Oh, the blue. But I think it's because it's classic looking. Yeah. The red one makes him look top heavy. (laughs) (laughs) He is top heavy. I realize that he's top heavy, but like the blue was sleek. Dude's got some little legs. Yeah. He's got. Yeah. When he he starts like bench pressing or the the trains, I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, you need to squat them. Dude. (laughs) One of the funniest things in this movie to me is the car scene where he's trying to get out of his tiny <laughs> car which really it's not tiny it's a normal right. sized car but he's gigantic <laughs> and he's trying to get out of that car and he's like smushed in there and he gets out so and he frustrated. breaks the or he smushes the car the door won't close and then that kid is sitting there on the <laughs> tricycle the way that he picks it up and then sees the kid and puts it down very gently <laughs> that poor gingerly I, I really feel for mr incredible and it's weird because i never I never felt like Elastigirl lost any of her spunk or any of her tenacity or any, like she never went through an identity crisis. But Mr. Incredible's over there being a little, being a baby. little pansy, a little baby about it, which is going to be so interesting with the second movie when he's going to have to do the parenting. He's still going to be a little pansy baby. Well, I mean, at least in the in the commercials that we've seen, like he's having a rough time. Yes, and it's funny Why because math. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny that they're making it very relevant to oh, now yes. with like common core and everything mm-hmm. and parents having such a hard time it's uh, not just that he's a dad no he's right. having an actual problem dad. with everything <laughs> <laughs> so funny yeah. okay let's talk about our last important character Incredible oh syndrome i almost forgot Incredidrome. right and andre's he's not affiliated with me no, in his notes, it said something funny, which we might post these. If you become a Patreon, you might want to look at that. Yeah, post. I'm going to start posting my uh, my notes on, on our Patreon. It says it doesn't sound interesting when he says it like no, that. But gotta. I'm going to tell you, Michelle and I took the first 15 minutes before we started <laughs> this, just scrolling and stopping anywhere in the document of his notes, and reading it, reading the notes. And we were busting up. <laughs> They're so funny because Andre's thoughts, his uh, what do you call that? His um, stream of consciousness, stream of consciousness is 
Hilarious. It says Incrediboy got incredibooted. <laughs> <laughs> I was I dying. Uh, oh, Mr. Incredible's car is so cool. His Incredible car. Uh, <laughs> it like transforms and it puts a suit on for him. It's, it's dope. But uh, <laughs> what does that have to do with Incredible? Because he got Incredibooted out of the Incredible car. Oh, um, <laughs> that's true. He did. Syndrome is a cool character. Uh oh, here comes mm, Luis. I hated that little dude. But do you oh, hate him villain, because he he's good? a villain? Like no, you're supposed to? he's annoying. Well, yeah. Oh, like, that's yeah. what Get I mean. Off of me, you little flea. Let me go do some superhero <laughs> I mean, stuff. He's a dynamic villain. No, he's very dynamic. Like, are you he's freaking doing kidding a lot. me? Right. No. Also, okay. Listen. <laughs> no. Listen. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain why I like. I like incredible. The concept of incredible boy. Okay. Because for the story. Yes, for okay. the story. So like sidekicks are a thing with superheroes, right? And like. Um, Batman, who has a, a ton of psychics, he's he's got, he's got a lot. You think it's just Robin, but there's been like f- five Robins at least. Um, <laughs> and one of those, what the heck, does he clone them and just like line them? They up? just keep popping out of the woodwork, man. <laughs> one of the Robins, uh, in order to become Robin, like before he was pre-Robin, he like <laughs> he like booted the 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 wheels off of the Batmobile. Like he found the Batmobile, was like cloaked in an alleyway. He <laughs> he like took the wheels off and was like see batman i figured you out i know exactly who you are and he figured out that he was like bruce wayne and stuff like that and batman was like geez i guess i better make you my sidekick now just to shut you up so like (laughs) so like the fact that incredible boy he comes in he's got a lot of confidence a lot of bravado he's made his own outfit and stuff already it's actually pretty cute he's he's invented some good tech he's got like flying boots and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i i i really like that and i think that if Mr. Incredible had given him some like real advice rather than just trying to send him on his way. He mm-hmm. would not have become the villain that oh, he becomes. Oh, most definitely not. He mm-hmm. would have. He was his biggest fan, yeah. and in a good way. He just obviously had an unstable home life, and then right. wasn't able to fixate positively. <laughs> yeah, he, he, and he had no friends at school. Yeah, so poor he, he syndrome. Got some uh, some uh, toxic toxic stuff. <laughs> after he was incredible booted. <laughs> after he was incredible booted. Oh man. He, um, it's funny because I didn't know what Brad Bird looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was looking up some fun facts. Does fa- he look like a bird? <laughs> See? <laughs> well, I was looking up some pictures and apparently the I don't animators. Know what he looks like either. Well, I'll show you a picture right now. The animators modeled Syndrome after him. Oh, okay. And that he didn't sense. realize wow. it until it was like too late. <laughs> oh, no. And oh, when you look at this gosh. picture, he very much looks like it. Wow. And apparently he got the same pasty skin. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently like he went on record later saying like had I known that that's what they were drawing him like, I would have like kiboshed it. Right. But it was too far along and everyone was having like a good laugh. He was like, fine, <laughs> you can have this like annoying character be me, which he, is really funny. It's funny because Syndrome is annoying and he looks funny. Like they try to make him comical, you mm-hmm. know. Well, same thing but with Edna a- Mode. Look at this picture. I, and I'll post all of these. Mm-hmm. But Edna Mode is based off of the Disney Studio costume designer, Edith Head ah. and legitimately, you ready for this? You're gonna die. Amazing. Oh. It's dead on. Like dead on. <laughs> so wow. both of them are more characterized, like yeah. like a bigger personality wise, but they they very much are based right. off of these pe- real people, which is hilarious. Interesting. Awesome. But I, there's something about syndrome. Like he's a pretty good villain, and I just want to know where were his parents. This is what happens why you turned out like Goob. (laughs) Yagoobian. This is Nagy Goobian. He was Yagoobian. He's just smarter and got more 
sleep than you, Gooby. <laughs> I guess. Um, did, here's a question. Did Edna Mode create Syndrome's costume? No. Syndrome created like a lot. <laughs> what? Very, I, I like Syndrome's outfit. It has a cape. It has a cape. Aside from the no cape rule, she didn't make it. She didn't make it. That, that's he why. makes all his own stuff. He does make all of his own stuff. But I, I, I really love how the S is across his entire body. That oh, is yeah. Cool. That's really um, cool. But then I do have to ask since he makes all of his tech and everything, like, is he comparable to Batman? Uh, yeah, I w- I'm wondering where he gets all that's his, what all I of his know. funding from. Where did he get his funding? I think he just had gotten so scarred from his childhood, but he just took it a completely different way than Yugubi. And he was like, I'm going to be a villain, but like, I'm going to make some yeah, money. But where I, get bet the, he, get some I bet he invented some island. stuff and then sold it. His girlfriend might have a lot of money. He, I don't know. he mentioned Mirage. at one point that like I saved some of the good stuff for myself, even though I sell weapons and stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah, he did say he sells so weapons. I think, I think he sells weapons, and that's where he gets So he's Tony Stark. Money. Yeah, so he's Tony Stark and Batman, uh-huh. and he has Mirage as a girlfriend. I mean, Mirage is pretty. He's doing pretty good. He doesn't cheer her right. Is she, is she his girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, I don't know kind if of. they're... No, I don't, I don't think so. I think he wants to think that. <laughs> nah, that guy's straight up scared of girls, man. Well, there's no, no. There's probably that. But, but like, he was like, honey, you know, when, when he was like, crush her to Incredible, and then she was mad at him after. It, they're both attracted to power. I don't know. I just assumed that they mm. were a thing. Mm. But maybe yeah. not. Maybe it's just like a flirtatious office thing. I don't know. I don't know. Awkward inner yeah. office. Syndrome's relations. got some right. cool tech though. That thing he has where he Zero can like point energy. Yeah, that's cool. Where he just like freezes stuff and can move it around wherever he wants. One of the awesome. best scenes, and it's funny because I feel like that was a real whew. It's a crack in the vault type conversation, yeah. but he's like this movie's pushing that PG. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's bigger. <laughs> Is it that part? It's better. Oh no. Oh. When he's like, oh, you married Elastigirl. Oh. And then he looks at the kids and he's like, and. and got busy. Got busy. <laughs> that, see, I think. Because uh, <laughs> as a kid, you're like. Hilarious. Me, right? I, I remember laughing at that as a kid. I laughed at it as a kid. It's hilarious. But well, it's, I don't think I got it. It's funnier now. Oh, it's quite hilarious because he's like, ha ha, I see you. <laughs> and then later on when it. he says like the BS comment about yeah. his. Yeah. Um, about his yeah. What do you call it? His S on his, on his outfit. Chest. He's like, yeah, I could have used my initials, but then that would have been BS. And <laughs> you can't have that on a yeah. suit. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Hilarious. He does make good comments. I think my favorite thing is just when he when you first see him. When he's been like, it's bigger. It's better. It's something, something about when he's introducing his robot. Yeah. And he, no, gets vi- he gets very like PT flea right there. He's just <laughs> yes. Introducing stuff. Yeah. And then my other favorite part is when he has Mr. Incredible in the zero point energy and he's throwing him around and he's like, my name is Syndrome, your nemesis. And then he accidentally like <laughs> lets him, him. <laughs> tosses him all the way back. Uh, Freaking idiot. <laughs> he's very Groot like in yes. that, in that scene where Groot like picks up people with his, um, branch. With oh, his, his branch, branch and then like yeah. throws him around. <laughs> That's what it reminds oh, me. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I love Syndrome though. He has another he, one. He's of actually those. a good villain. Like he's just a comical. He, I like him a lot. Yeah, he has another one of those like very good deconstructing superhero lines where he's like, "Ah, oh, you got me monologuing. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh I god, did a good old supervillain and just started talking about my evil plan for a long time. <laughs> Which is I hilarious. dig it like a dum dum. <laughs> I appreciate it because so, it always happens. Yeah. yeah. Now that I know we're going to get into our Easter eggies, which it looks like you have written down a million there. I did hear A113 twice. It is in there twice. Yes. That's all I saw, though. 
Very good. It's like a one of the conference rooms when he first shows up yes. to the island. And it's where they're keeping him. He's like in section A1, room 13, mm-hmm. when he's in those thingies where he's trapped mm-hmm. in. Exactly. Those yes, I got two. it. Very good. Nailed it. Those are the two A113 references. It's funny, though, because there is no pizza truck. No There's pizza no, truck? Um, pizza planet truck or at least that no one has seen it's not in this universe yeah i'm uh, and it's funny because apparently um brad bird was asked about it like is there a pizza planet truck where the truck at (laughs) exactly uh truck (laughs) and he was like oh i didn't ask them i didn't ask the animators to put it in and they were like that that's it but bro (laughs) (laughs) but oops brad bird was like an outside director like most of the directors of pixar movies before this had all been like working at pixar since the beginning but brad bird he had worked with john lester in call he went to school with him in college and just met back up with him after the iron giant to direct this movie oh interesting and And so it's and i think that that's why some of the some of the references are like intentionally done by probably the animators even Mm -hmm. though it might not have been like expressly um, put in there by by yeah. him. So like one of the ones that's pretty cool is um, is Luxo. The mm-hmm. Luxo ball that we know is referenced in the movie. Um, and it's when uh, Mr. Incredible is in his car and he's trying to listen to the police radio. Yeah. Um, he's sitting outside a deli and it's called the Luxo Deli. Oh. So ah. instead of it being like the Luxo ball, it's not like actual ball sitting right. there, but it's it's referencing it's that. Um, like you said, A113's in there twice. Um, but a lot of the other um, a lot of the other references are more references to other things than Pixar things, like, like superhero exactly. Type stuff. Yeah. Um, so like or or people in real life. So we talked about the Brad Bird syndrome. We talked about Edna Mode. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Jack Jack is nicknamed after one of Brad Bird's sons. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Whose Makes name sense. is Jack? I think. Um, this one is to a movie, um, Frozone. Who is like we said played by or played by <laughs> voiced, voiced by, by Samuel L. Jackson um, when he's in in like in the interaction with the cops and he's like I'm just getting a drink mm-hmm. that's a reference to one of the Die Hard movies oh. um, and Samuel L. Jackson plays the character in that movie too uh, and he does the same interaction so that's supposed cool. to be similar. Does he? Are you thinking about? I'm trying to remember too. No, I don't. Remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Unless Sam. he was a villain. I, uh, was Samuel L. Jackson supposed to be the main guy along with, uh, uh, what's his name? Baldhead. Braveheart? He's in Die Hard with a Vengeance. He plays... Must have been a villain. Or do, 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 do. McLean's reluctant partner, Zeus Carver. So he's his partner. I don't know if he's a bad guy. I don't think Isn't I ever saw no Die Hard with a Vengeance. And the other guy? No, no Gibson. That's, that's, um, no, you're thinking about a totally different movie. I'm talking about the other Baldhead. Baldhead. Bruce Willis. Yeah, Baldhead. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Willis. He's he's diehard with a vengeance. Yeah, so which one am I head. thinking of? I don't know. You're Andre doesn't have a bald head right now, so you're not thinking with of him. Uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's um, and not Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Glover. Yeah. Um, which one's that one? Uh, we f- I feel so stupid. <laughs> it's Lethal Weapon. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. You're absolutely right. I confused yeah. both of them. Die Hard. You want to know something weapon. else funny about Frozone? Action movie. Sorry, Ems. No, that's okay. This isn't like a reference or anything, but if you've ever seen the meme. I'm laughing. Are you already laughing? <laughs> what? Okay, think about the frozen um like poster where it's like Elsa and she's standing in her stance with like one arm in the air like this, mm-hmm. you okay. know? I know you can't see what I'm doing listeners, but um Dramatic there's snow hand. up in the arm. <laughs> if you Pinterest or Google whatever Frozone as Frozen, 
<laughs> it's like him in his blue suit as a dress and he's like doing the thingy <laughs> and it says Frozone instead of Frozen. <laughs> it's really funny. That's hilarious. Um, let's see. There is another one and this one is reference to other DC characters, which is really funny. Um, the jet that Mr. Incredible takes off to the island originally, uh-huh. it, it apparently was supposed to be a reference to the black Black Manta? Manta. From Aquaman? Yes. Aha. The enemy of Aquaman in the DC universe. It does look like, like a manta ray. like the way Yeah. The, so the it has like a shape. manta ray-ish yeah. look to it. Other DC references include the danger sign in Bob Parr's cubicle. Um, it has Captain Marvel's lightning bolt with inverted colors. Oh. Um, the triangle emblem on Mr. Incredible's new car resembles the Golden Age Superman symbol. Okay. Um, and Gazer Beam references to Cyclops, Cyclops. and X-Men and Daredevil. Yeah. So there's all kinds of good stuff. So if, you, if you're like Andre, who knows all kinds of other lovely things, um, you, you might have caught some of those. Um, but it's really interesting. Um, that he was able to put all those in, or at least he did some good research and right. was able to put those in. And I like that they're DC references. I know this is way pre-Marvel buying into our, right, yeah. excuse me, Disney, Disney buying, buying in. But it's cool that yeah. we have like DC Universe stuff in here too. Mm-hmm. It gives it a little bit extra um, dimension, I would say. I like it for that. Agreed. Is there any other Easter eggs? Um, Eggy Easter's? Was that not enough? No. But I have a fun fact. Oh, hit us with it. <laughs> um, this is one of the first, oh, no, excuse me, this was the first Pixar movie to have primarily human characters. Right. Which is pretty cool because all of them were bugs or <laughs> yeah. toys. or Bugs or toys or was cars before this? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Other Monsters. N- not human things. Yeah. Um, it's the first film in the Pixar repertoire to start up right where the last one left off as a sequel. Oh, right. So the other movies would come like a year later or two years later, a couple months later. This one is like, boom, the, what is he called? The mole? (laughs) The underminer. The underminer is literally. The underminer. Is popping up and they're starting there. Um, And this was one of the, this was the first PG, like we talked about, pushing the PG rating. Pixar movie. So some cool those syndrome quotes. But it's really interesting. And. This is something that I was like, wow. You can tell you can tell they put the attention to detail. The movie features 35 explosions, nice. 189 buttons being pressed. <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> Oh my is. gosh. And 640-ish gunshots. Wow. So, I mean, that's quite PG for you. Yeah, so they're yeah. taking they took it to a whole new level and Dash. I think that's really cool. Six confirmed kills. <laughs> and six confirmed kills. And I, I I really I really like the the fact that they they kept it all very realistic throughout yes. throughout the entire movie. Like I remember growing up watching cartoons like the Spider Man nineties cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think he was allowed to like punch anybody. Mm-hmm. And they the like the cops and bad guys in that show they didn't shoot regular guns. They shot like laser guns because they mm-hmm. didn't want to have like bullets shown in front of kids and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. this movie it presents it all. Very realistically, like uh, these bad guys will not hesitate to kill you. Yeah, straight up, totally. And, and I uh, think that I, another, I love that another way that I think they made it real, really realistic is apparently this this um, movie had four times more scenery places that they uh, traveled to, so mm-hmm. different locations than other movies. If you ah. think about it, like like Bugs Life, for example, they're in the tree area, they're yep. on the island, mm-hmm. they leave to go to the city, circus, yep. they come back, they like make you go to the hat where the mosquitoes are at mm-hmm. and then they come back like 
That's four it. places. Yeah. Here in The Incredibles, he's at work. He's downtown. He They're at home. They go to the island multiple times. There's right. all these different places that they go to, which makes it more realistic yeah. that they're not just in one tiny locale. Battle of New York. Battle of... They're in New York, right? They are in no a made-up city called Metroville. Oh, that's right. Which is supposed to be a mix between, like, Metropolis, Metropolis. and Smallville mm-hmm. from Superman. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Hey, Luis. Ba-da-ba-ba-da. That's our new battle song. battle <laughs> Stop. That's actually a very good opening to Luis's battle. Battle. Battle, battle. All right, for this week on the superheroes topic. Yeah. We have a family full of supers, mm-hmm. each with their own unique power. If you could assume one of their personas along with their power, Ooh. which would it be and why? Oh, Boom. man. Battle it this out. This is hard. And the reason I'm going to say this is hard. I almost. OK, no, we don't have to take Jack Jack out of the equation. The only thing is that we don't know the full complexity of what Jack Jack can do. No, we don't. Which is kind of what I'm most excited about for the next movie. Agreed. See, like that's what I'm most excited about. Like, oh, let's see some Jack Jack. We only got a glimpse into what he can do. So I got to take him out of the equation for me just because I don't know. He's a shapeshifter. He 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 he's all kinds of things. I, I he can, demon. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> he a shapeshifted into he, that. He, he he's definitely metal. yeah. He's a shapeshifter iron. at its at its core. He can turn An into a monster or fire or metal or he can just shake real hard or what was that other thing he could do? Just a lot. He can do a lot of stuff. I Lays think so. Is that, out of his so eye. He can that, like disappear. And stuff, I was gonna say so. Teleport. Is that his? No, because no, that's not really. He's not I, a shapeshifter because he does more than just shapeshift. I think. Since we don't know the full scope of his powers, I would say right now that his power is like bending reality to its will or bending himself within reality. You know, like he can, yeah. he can change himself into whatever. He yeah. can do anything with within himself. Like, I don't know that he can necessarily like control change it. another person. I don't into know. Like if, a I don't know. If hunk he of can. metal or whatever, <laughs> but he can definitely do it to himself. Right. But we've seen him turn into that little demon thing, but I don't think he could like turn himself into a cat. I don't think. Don't, I think he turns into that and then lots of elemental things yes. and then he can disappear. But well, then laser peeps. beams come out of his eyes. So I, don't at, know. At I know. At the end of the saying. movie, you see it. A little bit of a little taste of what he has. No, that's yeah. what we're yeah. talking about. That's where about. I'm saying like I don't know the full complexity of him. Right. But if we're going off of the four, like Mr. Incredible. Oh, I do. Let me Elastigirl. throw something in there. I did read, though, about him that he he does like four transforma- transformations or something. Yeah. And Bradford really wanted five, apparently, because he wanted him to turn into goo. Oh, and okay. so he so that he was just some kind of like splattered goo yeah. on the on the floor <laughs> so that that he might be able to turn into a cat. Yeah. But apparently like that would have like caused the animators to take like two more months in animating mm. the whole goo scene that he didn't get his that. goo and he was okay. like really upset yeah, because about it. We, we see him, <laughs> I want my goo! Exactly. We see him do that shaky thing and he gets really mad and turns into a demon. He turns into metal. He, and he turns into fire. Mm-hmm. And then he... And the laser beams. Yes, laser beams. Laser beam. Yeah, but so four I, things. But there's also like that short that came with The Incredibles. I don't know if it was on the DVD or if it was the short before the movie when it came out in theaters, but it's like him uh, being watched by uh, Kari 
And mm-hmm. in that, he has he has, yeah, he has no, more powers. A, I think it was an end credit scene thing. Yeah, it might have been one of those. But he, in that, he has even more powers. Like at one point, he's just like floating through the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he teleports. Uh, yeah, I think he turns away into like bubbles. Her. He can disappear. I think he was like reading her mind at one point too she was like showing him flashcards and stuff and he was like <laughs> he was like picking up blocks to to match the flashcards and then he has the laser eyes gosh he can do any oh, and yeah. i remember i, I remember something with bubbles too i think i, I think I, for I the remember. purpose of this question though let's let's save him till the next movie i okay. don't know yes so the question was super strength if we if i could choose one of the power sets i also and have to take, to take the, on their persona. the personality the pers- persona yeah okay so you're just you're picking your favorite one like like, which one would you become if you could? Because it's that's it's hard because I love the persona of Elastigirl, but I would rather have Dash's speedster power. Right. But I gotta pick one. Like I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that too. Man, they're all they're all really good. And the force field thing is super cool too. Yeah, she can turn invisible as well. You know what? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Violet because the force field thing is really cool. I can like protect myself from anything. And she had kind of a lot of character development in the story. Mm-hmm. And I think in the next movie, she's going to be pretty B.A. I just have a feeling like I think she's going to get her moment. And then no, so I'm going to go with Violet. She's going to shine. I think I think I'm going to go with Elastigirl, actually, because she is she's like the most headstrong of, of <laughs> the entire uh, yeah, family. And her power is is really cool. Like, I think that's going to make uh, reaching for the mo- remote pretty easy. And, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> and I can fit into any clothes that I want and stuff like that. Um, what else can I do? With Your hips don't powers? lie. My hips don't lie. <laughs> wow. Wow. Be looking like Mewtwo. <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because I feel like every time you see a meme or, or picture of Elastigirl, she's either she's assumed one or, or two, one or the other areas in the movie where she's either the parachute, yes, which is which super is very dope, cool. or when she's the boat. Yes. So she, she's, she's shape-shifty too. Like she mm-hmm. can assume so many shapes. Yeah. And so that very makes her useful. very useful. She could literally just turn to a ball and just roll away. She gets oh, flat. Yeah. If you think about the car coming through the tunnel, she just flattened herself. Mm-hmm. Against the wall, yeah. Completely didn't hurt her. She had no scratches. I really loved that scene when she was sneaking into the facility, mm-hmm. especially in comparison to how Bob was sneaking into the facility and how, like, he does it very well, but he kind of, like, bum rushes it and makes kind of a mess, and she just does it with much more finesse Well, and the kids, too. Yeah. Like, they're all very different, and you see their... Their personalities show mm-hmm. very much through the way Bob, they do it. Bob is still a, a better sneaker than uh, squeaky dee squeak squeaking dude. Kronk. <laughs> <laughs> squeaky dee squeak. So squeak, are you going squeak. with Elastigirl? Is that your choice? No. Oh, no, no. oh, oh I, Audrey did. I chose Elastigirl. Oh, yes. I'm going to go with Violet too. I think that even though I'm, um, I, my personality is very different than Violet, I agree with you. I think that she's going to come into her own as a teenager. I think that's just part of her yeah. her age. Yeah. But the whole protection stronger. thing is very cool, and I like that she can move it now. She knows how to move right. the, yeah. the, the, the force field. I yes. think it's going to come in handy, dude. And, I, and now that we've seen Black Panther and kind of how their whole city is under a force field type thing, I'm like, what if she could get that strong? Like, she could just force field... Like a whole right. city. You don't know, man. I think she's going to get strong. Well, and I think it's cool, too, because I think of myself, and if I was in a, if I really was in a, like, 
if I was a superhero. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the one fighting, really. I would right. be like with a gun <laughs> I know that's not PG but I would either be far yeah. away I wouldn't be doing tactical like up close hand to hand combat sharp shooter yeah. I would be sniping or I would be protecting yeah. because I just wouldn't be all up in the mix like that Emily and I would be getting the civilians out of danger with our force fields yeah for, for sure, sure. So, Violet she has she has the same powers as the invisible woman from the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. and she's one of the like most powerful characters in the Marvel universe. Oh. She, her force fields are extremely powerful. They, they almost never get broken. She can also like create them as small or big as she wants. So if she wanted to, she could just put a tiny little force field in your air pipe and you just suffocate and die. Die. Yes. That's so pretty. She, she can do all kinds of stuff Damn. like that. <laughs> and then she can, she can turn herself invisible, but she can also turn others invisible as well. She can like bend the light. Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Violet can turn invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty She's, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Violet. Luis, yeah. is there Two even a question for Violet? For one Louis? for I feel like I know what Luis is going to pick. Dash. Yeah. <laughs> Little speedster. And you know what Luis would be called? The stash. Stash. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. The, uh, the dash. The dash. You know what? Yeah, I just realized. I don't care what kind of personality he has. He's fast and distorting. He's fast. He's I did, uh, it's funny yeah. because his name. It's funny because his name matches his power, but I don't think when he was a baby they knew that he's gonna be fast. Well, because his name is isn't it like Dashel? It's Dashel, Dashel <laughs> Robert Parr. Oh Lord, Dashel is not a great name. I, I just realized that Violet and Dash they don't have superhero names. That's just they're they're just names. They're given names. They're just their names. Jack Jack. I'm okay with that. I wonder if they'll get. Some superhero name. It has to go. You know, it's funny too because I didn't realize it until this viewing, but and like I said, me and Violet are not similar at all. But the one line that she said when she was talking back to her mom was one hundred percent me as a teenager. And so the mom is lost the girl's like, Wait a minute, you left Jack Jack alone? And she goes, Yes, mom, I'm completely stupid. <laughs> And in of course that, I got a babysitter. In that moment, <laughs> I still do this, you guys. Like, I'll, oh, my grandma, like when I was first going to have the baby, she's like, Emily, you need to wash all the clothes before you put them on the baby. And I was like, no, grandma, I'm just going to put her in these clothes that every other kid has touched in the store. <laughs> like, stop telling me what to do. Yeah, I know. I'm 26 years old. I need yeah. to. Oh, how old so am I? 27. 27. Mm-hmm. I need to. Thank you, Andre. Oh. I need to get over it, right? But, oh, no. She she had my heart in that moment because I feel her. <laughs> yes, they, I'm completely they the, stupid. They think you're the babysitter with the braces. <sighs> She's kind of stupid. Kari. Yeah, she is. Kari. Kari oh, is very nice. I think I think under the circumstances, she seems stupid, but she did a, she did a pretty good job. It's not taking, her fault she had a this. a superhero baby alive. Oh, that's the, that's the worst. That's my worst fear. You want to know why I'm never a babysitter? Right there. <laughs> a, I like the kid on the bike, baby. It's totally wicked. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad for him, too, because he saw that one thing. And you know he went home and told his mom or his yeah. brothers. And, and, his, they're like, and they're like, you're uh, ridiculous. This kid his imagination. Maybe he's going to become incredible. I don't know. You know he's going to want to be BFS oh. with Dash. He's right. going to be like, um, oh my gosh, tell me everything. That would be funny. I can't wait. He needs to be in the next movie. Yeah, I hope. I yeah. hope. So. I hope and that, that's kind of where I wanted to go. So we. Uh, so now that we've talked 
about this movie. I was going to pose the question, what are you most looking forward to for Incredibles 2? But I think we kind of answered that talking about Jack-Jack's powers. But, like, besides that, what are you, what are you looking forward to, Andre? Just about everything. I mean, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see everything. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to Jack Jack's powers. That's that's true too. But um, I think I'm most excited to see Elastigirl shining as a superhero in her own right. Like, yeah. like the fact that that she was so prepared to continue being a superhero for a long time, even though she was getting married to Bob. But then the superhero registration came in and kind of like took that all away from her. The Sokovia Accord. The Sokovia Accord. And so she had to, you know, um, super mom it for a while. I'm very excited to see her kick butt through the entire town. And Pixar's kind of doing, Disney in general has been kind of doing these role reversal things lately. Taking it back to Louise's favorite Frozen. If you think about it, that kind of brought the... I don't need no prince. Like, my sister was going to save me. And now we're kind of going to do this role reversal that, like, ooh, the dad's Or at gonna, least trying to make it more yes. mainstream. The dad is now going to be the one staying at home while mommy goes out and kicks butt. That's so, my. That's what I'm most excited butt. about is watching, um, is watching Bob be a totally helpless dad. Yeah. Because it's yeah. so funny. Because even though his kids are not... Well, Jack-Jack is small, and... And in the respect, what he's having to deal with is absolutely unreal, like because he's shape shifting and everything. But I can't wait to laugh it up because being a first time parent and watching Luis go through first time dadhood is mm-hmm. very different than first time momhood. Yeah. And like freaking out when like Addie had a hair in her eye. Like I can't imagine right. what poor Bob is going through with That's, like his and kid I was, disappearing. <laughs> I'm really excited. And I, I think we all four need to watch this one together just because I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do. Because you guys are new parents. Yeah. And this is movie's gonna be about parenting it's yeah. gonna have parenting in it oh yeah so that's that's gonna be exciting it's gonna be quite hilarious i can't um wait. i i'm with you there i i think i'm excited to see i don't know how much older the kids are gonna be because it really does take place, right, place after, right after oh yeah, yeah. you know so it's but technically I, I three would, months from the end of i'm really excited to see not only jack shack's powers but just more of all of their powers yeah develop like i mm-hmm. i want to see them grow like i'm excited about that but then i'm i'm also ready for for Bob to just to, <laughs> to be living life. Yeah. It's going to be great. With this 12 o'clock shadow. It's not <laughs> even. It's giant past. bags under his eyes. <laughs> yeah. He looks awful. Oh, my gosh. Sleepy, sleepy dad. That's hilarious. Sleepy paw. Louis, what's your favorite? Or not what your are you favorite. Looking what are you looking to? forward to? Um, I won't lie. At first, nothing. But I do want to see when you brought it up. I want to I want to see Elastigirl, you know, kick, out, kick butt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, only because I think out of all of them, she has the r- sound mind to be a superhero. Right. I mean, Dad was just wanting to be. He's like, like addicted he, to it. Yeah, he is very much addicted to it, but he's just like he has no finesse. And you mentioned that mm-hmm. because right. of the break-in scene in the mm-hmm. island that she had the most finesse. Yeah. And I would say that's probably the only yeah. thing I'm looking forward to. I won't lie to you. The whole Jack-Jack superpower thing, I could care less for. Okay. Oh. Just because, mm, I don't know. He's a baby. What's he going to do? Yeah, it's a little bit overrated. Oh, uh, baby's going to do the most. Well, I think the idea of the weakest one being the most strongest one of all is kind of overrated. You don't know that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I agree with you with the Elastigirl thing. I I think of her 
very comparable to Black Widow. Like, they have this mindset. Like, even when she didn't have her stuff together, she still did. Like, I think, like, she, she never lost her finesse for a moment. Bob had to work movie. out for months to get into shape to yeah. become a superhero. Oh, yeah. Again. Helen, she just she was like, "Oh, we're we're being superheroes right now. All right, I guess I'll just jump back into it and be great." Oh, exactly. Back in the game. Well, and it's funny too because if you think about it, she like old time crime fighting didn't really have a whole bunch of like espionage and sure. the finesse that you guys are talking about. So when Bob was in his young years fighting it up he could be loud he could be kind of obnoxious be the you shouldn't be doing that bad guy right (laughs) and elastigirl had that ability to be quiet and like sneak around and everything and that's what today's villains are calling for you know in in our more modern times so i think it, it works that she's on top of the fact that we're in like the women's mm-hmm. second rights movement yes. right now, <laughs> so it's really interesting that she's taking the front the front running position. It'll he's be interesting. Either, he's either in trouble or he's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, truth, Ooh, girl, truth. Um, money, 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 money. This movie made a bunch of money, and didn't it come in like well under budget? I believe so. Which um, is really cool because you wouldn't expect that with how much they did with this. Right. Movie. Like it, it was a, it was, I believe a four or five year uh, production with 190, you know, button presses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so many button presses and gunshots, but uh, it came in at a budget of 92 million, which, uh, you know, for a CG animated movie is, is, is pretty good. And it ended up making a cumulative worldwide gross of six hundred and thirty-one million dollars. Boom! That Boom! Is over Boom! Half a bill. Yun. <laughs> that's Yun. so. That's so. Crazy. It, it, it was very well received. It won um, two Oscars. It won for best achievement in sound editing and best animated feature film of the year. Boom and boom. Mm-hmm. Dang. I dig it. I mean, Andre and I just bought incredible shirts, you know, so we're, we're still contributing to this budget money they're making. <laughs> now with Pixar Pier open and Incredicoaster, make them even more bank. It's going to be great. That is very true. It's going to be great. Take Andre, my money. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but I feel like me and Andre have had this conversation multiple times about what we want the tube at the beginning of the Incredicoaster <laughs> to be like. Yes. We were like, either or or both uh-huh. we want dash, dash running, running up yes. with you or frozone skating oh. up with you well, right I, I need I, some projections in my life or yes. just like a really cool like like some kind of effect where they're going up the the, the tube rumor with you is that dash is definitely running through one of the tunnels i believe and in the other tunnel I think it's literally supposed to be Elastigirl. You know how she can make herself into a shoot? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, she is the tunnel? I think she is the tunnel. <laughs> that's what I think. I'm about it. I, that's that's my cool. prediction. I'm about it. That's but I think funny. I think Dash, I'm, I'm going to go with Dash running through one and then mm-hmm. the other one is, but it was is fu- Elastigirl. It was funny because the last time we were there, Andre and I were standing underneath it because we were waiting for um, Toy, Toy Story. Story. And, and we were standing up and we were just standing. I think you were in the bathroom or something. We were yeah, just staring at it. And we're like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, he needs to be running up this. And over there, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm actually more excited. Um, <laughs> if you think about the, uh, oh, gosh, what was it called before the roller coaster? California uh, Screaming. Screaming. Yeah. If you think about the music on it, I had that whole music sequence 
and the countdown and everything memorized. So I'm really interested. To, like, is it going to play that? Ba-da, ba-da, like while I'm on the ride for sure. I don't know. Are they <laughs> going to be talking? They're going to be like, whoa, whoa, watch out. Like, I don't know. What's for gonna, sure. That's yes. what I'm excited about. And it's, Enjoy. it's so fun when they re theme rides sometimes, even though I know everyone gets upset, nah, but it's so upset. cool because you get, even though it's the same thing, same thing with like Tower of Terror into mm-hmm. yeah. Guardians, Guardians, you feel so new, even though there's still elements of the old ride, right. so that you feel it's nostalgia, but it's also exciting. And or even when they redo like Space Mountain for yeah. hyperspace, hyperspace, space, Ghost, 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 Ga- Ghost Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Spiper space. Spiper space. It's Hyper so space. cool. I love it's Spiper space, space. And I love Ghost Galaxy. I love both of those things. Oh, it's gonna don't be great. get me on and, Ghost Galaxy, you guys. <laughs> don't even trip about it. We'll visit Edna Mode for you, Emily. Don't worry. What What does that mean? Like, like you can see her in the parks. Oh, like the she's a character now. Oh. Yeah, you got to get your booty to Disney because you can meet Edna Mode. Edna Mode. Mod. I'll tell you though. Edna I'm going to be honest Mod. with you. Pretty much any time they make animated humans into like plush humans right it freaks me it's out weird. so i don't know if i'll Ooh, love that no I, I don't like it when they do that even the incredibles characters that, are, that have no, been there now they're, they're good their heads are large they are but <laughs> andre and i have the best picture with them it's, it's and like buzz too. lightyear's face like i know he's not supposed yeah. to be a human but it's kind of creepy like it right you want to make a bug into a you know thing Character. it's perfectly fine mm-hmm. but God, I'll post up. that picture for you. That's like one of our best pictures. The very, very first Disneyland trip we went to together, we walked into California Adventure and we went to Hollywood Land and we got a picture of all of us doing a superhero stance and it's Andre next to Frozone and then me next to Elastigirl and then Mr. Incredible's on the other side of Elastigirl. And you know who looks best? Frozone because he has his glasses on and then you d- he doesn't look like a fake weirdo. No, I look best. His head's kind of big. Okay, too. I'm talking about the characters on you. <laughs> All right, let's rate. I'm a, I, I think you can go last. Uh, yes, I will say, though, that this movie has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a good Rotten score. That's a pretty good score. score. Certified fresh. The certifiedest. Luis, do you want to give your rating? Eight and a half. 8.5. No explanation. Luis. Actually, there is an explanation. It's an 8.5 because um, I kind of... Uh, I don't want to say it's because I hate the... Syndrome. Syndrome, okay. but he really annoyed the heck out yeah. of me. Oh, there's always someone that annoys yeah, me. So that's At least kinda, it was the bad guy this time. Yeah, that's, but I did appreciate... <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm trying to find a good guy. That I the babysitter? Know. No, they're all, the babysitter was actually rocking it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She handled it. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, yeah, she was she, playing Mozart for the baby. Yeah, she, she must have called like 20 million times. Yeah. But you know what? She handled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like her. But yeah. This is par. <laughs> eight and a half only because I dislike that guy. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Fair enough. Which is funny because we totally like skated over that great scene where Mrs. Incredible is like picking up the phone and listening to all the voicemails. Yeah. Uh. So funny. Each one is more and more frantic. <laughs> and then she finally is like, Everything is okay. <laughs> you know it's because everything is so not, not okay. okay. So not Beautiful. okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say nine. Nine. Good. Very good. I enjoy it. I don't. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like. What? <laughs> She's just playing with her hair. hair. I don't I don't know. I, li- I like the movie. I like, like it all. like what? Stop looking at my hair now. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> looking at my hair now. 
I don't like <laughs> the mole. Uh, the underminer. Yeah. I don't like no. I don't I, I think he is he's a gonna be like a minor villain. Like Better I, be I think they're gonna I can't. Dis- dispatch with him relatively quickly in the good in the I next can't. Movie. I feel like it took like a bad turn right at the end. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was really good. And then it was like because he's like a crazy villain. But that where scene where else he just like opens the shirt at the end and then it says, I for incredible. That's great. So it takes a great turn masks. at the end. No, no. But the, the underminer. The mole. <laughs> I don't Everybody like just it. just doesn't like moles. I don't like moles on people. I don't like <laughs> moles in the ground. The underminer is kind of fashioned after a Fantastic Four villain, the mole man, who, li- who lives underground and has an army of mole people. Disgusting. Is he the penguin? Do you remember? Do you remember the moles that we talked the the mole that we talked about in uh, Treasure Water Planet? Oh yeah, Mr. Mole. Atlantis. Oh yeah. Ew. Yeah, he's like that dude. Mm -hmm. Ew. Exactly. I said ew then. I say ew now. (laughs) By golly. Okay. Okay. I said nine. Give this movie. Oh my god! Say it. Ten. Ten. A ten. Ding ding ding. No, a nine and a half. Nine point five. A nine and a half only because I felt it was a little bit too long. Hmm. It comes in at around it is the an longest. hour and fifty five minutes. A little bit too long. Other than that, it is practically perfect for me. It is nine long. and a half. That's true. Because we have to have a lot of um, <laughs> midlife crisis. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's where it draws it out for me is the midlife crisis. There's like one yeah. scene too many there. Mm. It's just a, it's just a tad too long. Like I said, an hour 30 is like golden. Yeah. Just, if you're going over that, it's got to be like Civil War. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be real intense. I got to be real engaged. Nine and a half. This movie is just so great. All right, Andre. Ten. <laughs> I'm, uh, this what? this is my favorite Pixar movie. It's uh, it? one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh my god! It's, stop. It's it, it feels like a perfect movie to me. I was literally going through, watching it this time, trying to find like a flaw in it at all, and the only thing that I came up with was that like, depending on how you interpret her, Edna Mode could like kind of be considered like a weird like Asian stereotype even though I'm not sure if Isn't that's she French that, that's the thing is that she's so ambiguous that I'm not even sure if, I have no if idea what she's supposed to exactly it, it, it's a very ambiguous so that's not even like a real the only thing I think is a little weird is Jack Jack's head like his hair <laughs> is oddly shaped I mean he's a baby yeah. He's like a potato, like yeah. most babies. He's got like a, <laughs> 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 He's got like a Hey Arnold head. Oh, Andre, love this movie. Yeah, love, love Don't this movie. Don't tickle me, Louise. It's the <laughs> what? Well, sorry. <laughs> I get very angry when people try to tickle me. It's it's the best. Um, I love it forever. Incredibles 2 better be good or I'm going to be a sad boy. Sad boy. Sad boy. Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited for Incredibles 2. Um, but <gasps> next week... We're gonna watch something I can't decide if I'm excited for or not, right? No. I don't know. I don't remember what is it is. Is it vroom vroom beep beep? Is Life it is a highway. Vida Sansuna Kaye. Yo manejo. Yo manejo. Next week, we're watching Cars. Cars. The original. The original Cars because. Cars number one. And we will not be talking about the second or. The third. You they know won't what? Be mentioned that doesn't all. matter because you know what's so great about cars? 
Not the music. Is that his voice? By Owen Wilson. <gasps> okay, I, I'm, like, I'm ready I now. made it into a real Disney movie. I did it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's this why I'm not longest, excited. Good show. I'm pretty sure this is the longest recurring joke we have on this <laughs> podcast is the Owen Wilson. And so, it's all your fault. It, it's, it's definitely not. Shakira. Shakira sounds like Owen Wilson. I'm sorry, no, guys. No, he doesn't. Anyways. Yeah, it started with Zootopia <laughs> when you called her a giraffe. I'm pretty sure Zootopia was what, like episode four? Was, and we're on 33 now. This joke is still going. Yeah. It's fine. You guys love it. Um, this is actually one of those movies that was very, very close in one of our last one of our listener votes. We had a lot of listeners who want us to watch cars. So we'll watch cars. We're doing it. Plus, there's a whole land after it, so we should probably watch Which it. Which is, I'll just say it now, Legit. we'll talk about it later. Amazing. Legit. Way better. Cars I, Land. Uh, Cars Land is One of the best-themed things that Disneyland has done. They did a, For a sure. great job on it. it. It looks so good and realistic. I feel like a car. Hola! <laughs> uh. You guys don't know what that is. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Hola! <laughs> um, you guys, that's been Luis it. is shaking his head over that's here. That's been it for this week. Uh, please come back next week. We're going to be talking about cars. We want you to go to our social medias, hit us up there, see what what we got going on. We are at the Walt Vault Pod on Instagram. That's where all the action is happening. But you can also head over to Twitter or Facebook. We are at the Walt Vault Pod there. Um, if you want to ask us a question, feel free to slide on into our DMs like Frozone and <laughs> ask us anything. Ask us questions. Ask for advice. Ask what our favorite movies are whatever you want or to send us an email that says happy summer vacation Luis yeah it must be nice to have send two months one off of those <laughs> you can send us emails to contact at the com. we may just read your message on the show if it's good enough or if we get one that would be great um, <laughs> <laughs> Andre doesn't even care if it's good he just I wants, just wants, he just wants to email me. I got an email the other day and it was I thought it was from like a fan but it was like hey uh, we'd like you to join our podcast site I'm like oh, whatever dude this, this is even a fan email Calm like, down, sir. It was like sir. spam. At least you got one. Guys, help me fill out the spam. Filter out the spam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to support us, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can subscribe. That's the easiest way. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, anywhere that you can get podcasts. And uh, leave us a review or a rating. And that really helps us out. Helps us get seen by more and more Disney fans. Um, you can also help us out by shopping on Amazon. Go to thewaltvaultpod.com slash Amazon and click the link and shop normally. And then we'll get a small percentage of your purchase at no additional cost to you. That's great. And the best way to support us is to go to patreon.com slash thewaltvault. And that's where you can get access to our after show, A Crack in the Vault. Do it because we're totally posting... Andre's notes yes. on this movie. I'm going to begin posting um, my notes from uh, when I watch the movies. I, I watch, I, I watch the movie. I write notes as, as I do them, and it's all just nonsense, uh, funny, silly stuff. So check those out. Uh, that's it for now, you guys. We'll see you next week for some room rooms. <laughs> the vault is now closed.